There are only a few developed economies in the world with worse price inflation than the United States is currently suffering. Underreported consumer price inflation came in this past week at again over a near 40-year high as the U.S. government's Bureau of Labor Statistics, or BLS, admitted to year-over-year 9.1% loss in the fiat Federal Reserve notes or fiat U.S. dollars purchasing power. Of course, the U.S. government's statistics department, the BLS, they have a real motive to underreport price inflation, always and seemingly forevermore, given that the federal government makes payments that are based upon inflation rates to Social Security, pensions, and many other unfunded liabilities owed. Again, the total for that amount is very difficult to state, but in net present value terms, it's well over hundreds of trillions of dollars owed that aren't even part of the hard debt load that's over 30 trillion at the moment. When you add it all up, it's likely around 200 trillion together. Hide the Pain Herald, an inflation meme that's gotten an update seemingly every time there's been a new CPI data point that comes out higher than predicted. Unfortunately, in this theoretical meme, uh, Harold, his tiny raise at work's not going to come close to covering his loss in living standards. And at the very same time, at least he got a bunch of likes on Twitter. Hopefully he doesn't decide to investigate the inflationary ripoff further, for if he and when he does find out that the real price inflation is more likely in the middle teens at the moment, it may be difficult for Harold to distract his ongoing pain with inane social media memes mocking the insanity of our fiat financialized world ongoing. One thing you can take away from this week's SD Bullion Market Update is a simple mathematic formula that you can use to understand how badly inflation ruins people's purchasing power. The rule of 72 is simple to use regarding inflation. You simply divide 72 by the inflation rate to find out how quickly your purchasing power will have or lose 50% in real terms. For instance, if we continue this admitted 9.1% CPI official inflation rate, we'll have our collective fiat U.S. dollars purchasing power by half within eight years from now. Uh, before this time of the year in 2030, whatever your income is, say it stays flat the same for the next eight years, it'll buy half what it did today in the summer of 2022. Again, that's the underreported inflation rate. It's much worse and most likely coming sooner. If you use the old 1980 methodology for measuring price inflation near 17% at the moment, our incomes have in purchasing power by the fall of 2026. In a bit of short-term contradictory financial information, worldwide, on a relative basis, the highly inflationary fiat US dollar is gaining strength still versus its main competing fiat currency competitors. For example, the three other major fiat currencies that took part in the August 2019 Go-Direct Secular Price Inflation Central Banker Agreement in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, the same agreement that involved the Fiat Federal Reserve, the European Central Bank, the Bank of Japan, and the Bank of England, well, for now, it appears the fiat U.S. dollar gets to continue running with the strongest fiat currency baton. Of course, it does have nominal interest rates that are positive. Uh, in real terms, it's more like negative 7.5 or negative double digits if you take into real inflationary numbers. But the DXY is telling traders around the world and various algorithms that the U.S. dollar is strong. And on a relative basis, if you look at this chart, technically, it looks like it go to 120. It's currently, I think it touched 109 yesterday, so you know, there's more room to run to the upside. And of course, 
any financial disorder uh, that this could create, a relatively very strong U.S. dollar, it could change trends quickly. And given how badly financial market assets and commodities have been selling off of late, something terrible is likely due sooner or later in financial markets. And while commodity price sell-offs, they may mean a coming reprieve in the official inflation rates, seemingly endless rise of late, remember that the fiat U.S. dollar's M2 pile is up nearly 50% since August 2019. In other words, this secular price inflation regime that we're now in, it's only getting started, and it's going to likely last decades. Hello there, on behalf of SDBullion.com, this is James Anderson with a quick SDBullion market update. Before we go further, please smash the like button so other sound money stackers can also see this content. And be sure to subscribe to our SDBullion channel so you can get our latest market coverages, and also a chance at winning incredible bullion giveaways like this one. Get ready for SD Bullion's Monster Box Sweepstakes that includes 500 Silver Eagles. You could be the next lucky recipient of a phone call like this. This is Dr. Tyler Wall, CEO of SD Bullion. Well, I'm calling you to let you know that you won the SD Bullion giveaway of a Monster Box of Silver Eagles. So click the link below for your chance to win. Click the link below to enter our new 500 ounce American Silver Eagle coin type 2 giveaway contest. And good luck to all of you who take part. The silver and gold market sold off again this week, nearing what looks like firmer, longer-term technical price support. But more on that in a minute. The gold spot price got peeled down by nearly 50 per troy ounce before the high 9.1% CPI figure was made public this past week. What looks like the BIS Gold Desk's uh, hallmark work, who's likely working overtime this summer, uh, we'll talk about the ridiculous sell-off situation currently for the two monetary precious metals as massive bullion buying is happening by our customer base taking advantage of spot price weaknesses in both gold and silver. Silver spot closes this week below 19 an ounce with the spot gold price just above the 1700 an ounce level. The gold-silver ratio closes at 91. On a longer-term timeline, here is where gold currently sits in fiat U.S. dollar terms. One who has fiat U.S. dollars to spend might take advantage of the aforementioned fiat currency's relative strength at the moment. Um, when one looks at this gold price chart, it looks like pretty good technical support around 1700 an ounce. For perspective, in the year 2008, during the global financial crisis, we saw a gold spot price fall from just over 1000 an ounce, a record at the time in March of that year, to just below 700 an ounce before infinite QE policies kicked off in the USA in late 2008. If we are indeed sleepwalking into the second half of a global financial crisis here in 2022, we could see gold spot price in fiat US dollar terms fall further still. It would be like an equivalent move near 1500 an ounce at some point later on this year. On a longer term timeline, here is where silver currently sits in fiat US dollar terms at the moment. And we're going to dig into more reasons why near $20 an ounce silver is superb long-term value, but I want to show you how insane things got in the 2008 global financial crisis for perspective's sake. For naked short silver desk, Baron Stearns, back when it failed in early 2008, silver was near $22 an ounce. The spot price then fell all the way into the high $8 an ounce level by the time infinite QE policies kicked off at the end of 2008. Of course, much like March 2020, the silver bullion industry couldn't service the overwhelming demand 
and thus near no silver bullion products existed at reasonable premiums relative to the collapsing spot price in fall 2008. Low teens silver bullion per ounce was possible, but very difficult to procure. So there are basically two attitudes at the moment that one can take. And it really is understandable depending on your timeline, your perspective, your outlook on why you even own the precious metals in the first place. Either way, some people believe this market stays eternally rigged forever. That's it. There's also others who say at some point the status quo changes and perhaps violently so. I'm in the latter camp. I wouldn't bother doing this work if I felt otherwise. Judging by how much silver bullion is being taken up and has been sold since late January 2021's Reddit Wall Street Silver Squeeze movement kicked off, I'd say these low silver spot prices are only going to exacerbate the long-term squeeze ongoing. I can eyeball on this LBMA London silver chart that about 200 million ounces of float have left that system since January 2021. As well, Comex registered silver this week alone lost over 5 million ounces as that much silver fled into the eligible, not deliverable pile. Likely people don't want to give up their silver at these low spot price points. Look for both figures, the comics registered and the LBMA float to keep falling, especially the longer that gold and silver spot prices flounder at these current low levels. Last year, global silver demand was at a record number with a massive amount being taken up by physical silver coin, silver bar, and silver round demand. U.S. silver bullion demand has gotten so hot from 2020's COVID shortage onward that even typically only gold refining Switzerland and increasingly aggressive Turkish silver refiners have gotten into the silver bullion bar United States supply for high demand game. London Precious Metals Consultancy Metals Focus is literally showing slide decks at the moment with titles like a new phase of uninterrupted deficits for silver to persist beyond 2022. Meanwhile, at the moment, silver spot prices sell off. Back to the uh, this market's going to stay rigged forever attitude. And we have a tweet from Lawrence Hunt from today, which he said something that was pretty, pretty true if you go back and look at the data, and we are going to look at the data. Lawrence Hunt states, gold would be 5,000 today if you could just take out the two hours from 8.30 to 10.30 a.m. in New York every day. Well, so happens we got some data to look at. This gold price data chart starts in the year 2010, and the data sets begin with gold priced at 1,099 per ounce. That was at the beginning of the year 2010, and the data runs all the way up until yesterday's gold price trading. If we simply aggregate gold price trading data outside New York Comics trading hours, the blue line on the chart here, we get a gold spot price in fiat US dollar terms that would currently be at $2,843.97 per ounce. That's far lower than the current gold spot price near $1,700 an ounce at the moment, represented here by the red line. I would bet that we'd get a lot closer to Lawrence's 5,000 an ounce claim if we simply pulled London trading hours also from the ongoing data as well. I mean, after all, London gold traders and the U.S. Treasury uh, openly conspired in 1974, right before Comics began trading gold futures in 1975, with the then new CFTC supposedly there to referee the price discovery action that followed. Last week on this SD Bullion channel, we covered here how outsized gold derivative markets 
have also helped make Western gold price discovery markets easier to toss around in the short, medium term price management sell-offs that we see week to week, month to month, year to year, decade to decade. Best-selling author James Rickards had the following no-nonsense take on Western gold price suppression in the year 2017. This is a clip that was sourced by Real Vision. Have a listen to his viewpoint then. Well, the gold price is absolutely manipulated. When I say that, I'm not, you know, uh, you know, implying some deep, dark conspiracy. I don't think Janet Yellen wakes up in the morning and thinks about gold. I don't think Janet Yellen knows anything about gold, to be honest. I mean, she's sort of a geeky, liberal labor economist who worships the Phillips curve. So I don't think Janet Yellen's behind some conspiracy to, you know, suppress the price of gold. But there's absolutely manipulation. And I've spoken to uh, um, uh, the, several experts. One is a PhD statistician. So it's not a PhD in economics, it's a PhD in statistics. Works for one of the largest hedge funds in the world. He looked at a 10-year time series and he took like literally tick by tick information on the COMEX gold future for 10 years. And he said there is no explanation for this data other than manipulation. It could not possibly have happened through normal market forces. In particular, he noticed that at the end of the day, like on the last trading tick, uh, on the COMEX, the price of gold got smacked down, and then at the open the next day, it could kind of pop up again. So he said, well, this is the easiest trade in the world. Just buy gold right after the close and sell it the next morning, you know, just before the open, and you'll just make consistent, steady profits. Well, anyone who knows anything about, about markets and uh, how they operate knows that you cannot make consistent, steady profits. This is what Bernie Madoff said he was doing, right? So he said the probability that the price naturally goes down at the close and naturally goes up at the next point is like is zero after 10 years. And this is not inference. I mean, this is like DNA. Like, you know, you may not see the crime being committed, but if you have the DNA evidence, you can be pretty sure who did. This outside CME Group's COMEX New York Trading Hour data gets even more ridiculous than silver. Let's have a look for the brokenhearted who believe that this silver and gold market will stay forever rigged crowd. Starting in 2010 at $16.94 an ounce silver, we now have the red spot silver price currently below 19 an ounce today here in 2022 where it closed this week. But if we take the silver price trading data for the last 12 plus years outside of the New York comics hours, we get an aggregate silver spot price blue line all the way up to 109 and 51 cents per ounce. So triple digit silver in 12 years. You can see the blue line ramping up walls after the March 2020 COVID spot price crash and infinite QE policy, which drove spot silver from a low near 12 spot toward 30 an ounce in short time. It took tons and tons of silver derivatives and varying tamp down measurements at the time to help keep silver in polite price check where it currently sits now. Again, for the broken hearted, this silver market will forever stay rigged crowd. Let's look at this same chart, but for this full fiat currency era, starting in 1970 until today. Back in 1970, when silver started that year at $1.92 and a half cent per troy ounce. The blue outside COMEX New York silver trading hours here, that blue price eventually reverts and reconnects with the red spot price line. You can see it's done so numerous times on this price chart throughout various silver bullion bull markets. It did so in 2006 through 2008, multiple times 
back when Bear Stearns got bankrupted by rising silver prices. The blue and red line also converged in 2011, near $50 an ounce silver, back when likely caught short JP Morgan nearly got taken to the cleaners by silver in April 2011. The question for me moving forward is not if, but by when do these two lines again reconvert, and at what exorbitantly higher silver spot price will they do so again? In the meantime, I'm taking the attitude of the price discount advantage taker, squeezing more ounces of bullion for the long haul, especially at these relatively ridiculously low spot price levels. That's all for this week's SD Bullion Market Update. As always, to you out there, take great care of yourselves, those you love. If you enjoyed this content, be sure to give our video a thumbs up. To keep getting bullion-related news and industry insights, be sure to subscribe to our channel. Finally, hit that alert button so you know when we publish fresh content. Thank you.